This is Together 24-7, episode 24. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. And welcome to Together 24-7. I'm the host, Barry Cohen. That's right. The host. The the one and only the, host. The host. And and I am what? You're my hostess. You greet people at the door. You make sure you look pretty and they're all set in. I'm the host. I take control. Thank goodness we're not doing this Skype-like visual with our guests today because I am not looking pretty get, greeting anybody at the, the door. You know, that's the best stink eye I've ever seen. Earlier this week, I somehow scratched my eye, and uh, and it still looks a little weird, kind of Popeye-ish. So that's what he's talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm very good. One impersonation you can do. <laughs> that's all I could do. So I am the hostess, Catherine Cohen, and uh, looking over our questions, because we do have a set of questions. For those of you who've listened to us, you kind of know how the routine goes, and sometimes we like to like to spice things up and divide up the questions differently. And I said, okay, I'm doing question number one. And then, oh, huh. It goes one, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So we totally uh, no, mismatched. Folks, this is episode 24. This We're is episode just number now 24. This. Uh, this gets sent out to every guest. This gets posted up. This gets uh, seen every single episode. And that tells you how organized we are. So if we can do it, uh, you can do it too. Our guests today. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. And there you have it. Our guests today are Natasha and Casey Gray. They are in the Great White North. They're uh, up in Ottawa, Canada. And they've been married for the last 10 years. They've got a little boy. I saw the pictures of him on Twitter and their Facebook page, and he is adorable. He's got this white blonde hair, and there's just one picture of him and his hair sticking straight up. He's having a bad hair day. He was very cute. I'll he bet was, you though he still screams in the stores. He probably <laughs> all children do. Um, so their company is Casey plus Natasha Conscious Living. It is all about education and education about living consciously. They have been married for ten years. They've got a little boy. He's two years old. Absolutely adorable. Um, I've seen pictures of him on their Facebook page. And on their Twitter account, and he's, there's a little picture of him and his little hair is sticking up. It's white blonde. It's all sticking up. He's in his little car and his hair is sticking up. He was having a bad hair day that day. Very cute. Very cute. I remember when I could do that. You remember when you had hair, honey? Barely. Barely. Natasha has her master's degree in psychology, and her expertise is in child and family therapy. She has taken a little twist on that. She's translate. She's transitioning her work from the treatment of illness to the prevention of illness. Gee, there's a nice concept. Huh? Yeah, right. There's a good concept. Oh, let's like not get sick instead of uh, trying to get you up from below zero. 
Uh, so she's focusing her time and energy on well-being and wholeness. And she's got some extensive training in nutrition, and nutrition helps with that whole preventing of disease thing. She's the author of a children's book called Everyday Superheroes. It's about unleashing a child's inner superhero. That's so cute. Casey's passion for conscious li- for conscious living comes from his background in residential home construction. So that's a, that's a pretty interesting jump, except for the whole new green building thing. That's awesome green that, building. That is awesome green building. Lots of really cool stuff. Uh, he's uh, in residential home construction. He started out as a carpenter. He's built everything from small renovations to major additions. The problem is, and we see it too, a lot of stuff goes in the landfill when you're going to oh, build yeah, a home. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, so he's the president of Cornelius Gray Construction, the conscious builder, and he's making sure that uh, that there's proper support and systems in place so that when you build, you build sustainably, you build consciously. And so those two areas of expertise, and that's going to be the first question I ask you about, how do those very, very different areas of expertise, building and you know, child and family psychology come together in uh, Casey and Natasha Conscious Living? <laughs> well, it's all about people, right? Whether, as you guys know, whether it's business or relationships, it's all about people, which is the relationship. So I never thought I'd be reading the books on psychology that I read now. <laughs> that help with business. Being in construction. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things that we've experienced is that if we have good relationships, everything works. And relationships can really mean employees and um, that dynamic, or it can mean marriage and that dynamic, or children and that dynamic. Relationships really are um, the key to, to, um, to happiness and, and joyfulness. And uh, that's kind of how they marry. And Casey, you know, he came to me earlier on in my career um, to help sort through some issues he was having between employees. And he recognized the importance of, of, um, of psychology and how that plays out in the, in the overall happiness of a company. Right. It's, it's, it's like your own little happy little family being in a company mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. I think more importantly, I realized that it was also the psychology of myself. And I think psychology is really everything, everything we do every day. It really starts with ourselves. If we don't have the proper psychology, we're not going to be able to get up in the morning if we're not, uh, if we haven't prepped for it, or if we don't know what makes us tick, or we haven't set our own goals or realize what our purpose is. Like these are all things that all really starts with, with us. And especially being, uh, as you know, like business owners, if, if you don't have that, psychology or business is only going to do as well as the leader's psychology ultimately. And that's where I realized, mm-hmm. you know, I realized this, well, quite a few years ago now, how important that was. And when we really started focusing on it, it really, it marries together so, so easily. And when, when you really start picking everything apart and putting it back together. Right. So when George Costanza said, it's not you, it's me, he really meant it's me. <laughs> Yeah, that's a huge realization. And, and sometimes it takes people like forever to come to that one. And you just want to smack that realization into them. And sometimes not. Well, fortunately, it's never me. I'm perfect. <sighs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. So obviously, you, you both have have been entrepreneurs. You've been you've been separate entrepreneurs. Now you then brought it together. 
what what was the catalyst that made you want to bring this all together and work together? Well, I think what it was that we always we although we weren't technically like entrepreneurs together, like owning the same business, we've always been working together. Like since I started the construction company, I was always going to Natasha for her expertise in dealing with people because everything we do is people, whether I'm dealing with clients or the employees uh, or uh, subcontractors, whatever it may be, everybody's different. So I've, we've always worked together in that. Like that was her strength and I've been learning from her there. Now we've always on the back burner said, well, how can we, we had this passion for living consciously and sustainably. So we figured, you know, how do we bring that together? And that's kind of where it all started, where we just said, finally, we realized we had this opportunity and we jumped on it. And all of a sudden, Casey Bless and Tasha Conscious Living was born. And it's really just to help educate people at this point. And it started with a podcast. And did you ever think that you, you well, did you ever think that you couldn't do it uh, without ruining your relationship? Or could do it without really ruin. You know what I mean. I totally know what you <laughs> okay, mean. Okay, good. And, oh, thank goodness, because yeah, I don't. And we get this question often, actually. You know, how do you live together and do business together and parent together and have, you know, a good relationship? And And the real answer is we work hard, right? And it's not, it's not um, easy, but it's not hard either in that we make a conscious choice and understand that we have to put in the time and the effort to make the relationship work. And so there's a time for Casey and Natasha um, in our relationship. And there's also a time for Casey and Natasha in the business, in the business world. And so we, because we're aware of that, um, we literally have to schedule time to make that happen though. And that's, I think one thing that, um, that, you know, gets us ahead of the game is that we carve out that time that's special for just us. Even if it's literally an hour, we know that that's just going to be a playful time for us. So really, um, it's not easy, but it's something that we prioritize. And I don't think there was ever a time that we thought that we couldn't do it because we're, we're aligned in the sense that we want to live what we like to say consciously, as we keep saying, there is never a sense where we said, can we actually do this? Can we work together? Because everything we do is together. We don't do anything uh, that we wouldn't want to do. There's a few things that we do alone, um, but there's very few things that we do that's from the self-improvement or growing aspect of life that we do separately, unless for some reason there's something that's really forcing us to be separate for the event. But every event we, we do is together, whether it's conferences or uh, retreats or obviously vacations, like everything is together. Yeah, we were a huge believer in creating um, your career around, you know, the life that you want to lead. And so because we've created a, a, our quote unquote job. Um, that's such a our, funny word. I hate the word. I, you know, I, that's why I said quote unquote, because I, I don't know what other you know word to use that people would maybe resonate with. Career, but business, career, yeah. business. Yeah. You know, we've, we've said, okay, you know, what, what is our ultimate purpose? You know, what do we want to do with our life rather than how do we want to make money? Right. So we've, we've decided, okay, these are, these are our passions. These are our interests. Now, how can we serve? And then the money will naturally just follow. So, you know, we got to get creative in how we actually make that money because we just have the outlook of, of serving others by way of what brings us juice and what really brings us passion. And, and we've created a life around that 
rather than, you know, kind of just blindly just doing something because we know it's going to make us a lot of money. We, we do things that make us money because we love them. And that's the life we lead. So it's, it's not, um, it wasn't really a question of, uh, how do we do this to make money and therefore go into business together? It was really, what kind of life do we want to leave lead? And, um, how can we make money by doing it? It's kind of a paradigm shift, isn't it? Right. Totally. Very totally. much so. Yeah. When, when you love what you do, the money comes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it hasn't been easy. Like there's obviously, and no. there still is sometimes where it's like, oh, okay, well, we got to make sure we take care of this. And I think the idea behind it though, is we just, we realize we know what our purpose is and what drives us. And that kind of drives our decision-making. So if it's like, okay, this opportunity comes up where we can make money but it doesn't align with us or what we believe in or what we want to teach, or what we stand for, then we, we don't do it. We you find just, yeah, another way to make it happen. You simply don't do it. Okay, yeah. kids, for those of you who are listening to the show, I just want to throw in my two cents before Barry continues. And that huh. is, um, cause I had this, I had this discussion with somebody on Facebook and it's really funny that it came up today. Um, so if you love what you do, the money will follow, except you've got to love doing something that has money. I have tried on numerous occasions uh, to get paid for napping in the middle of the day and make that my living because it's like what I love to do. Sadly, it doesn't work. Well, so, sure it does because if I'm out there making money, where does the money go? It goes to me. So there you go. If you're out there making money. But just, <laughs> there you go. Just, just so that our, our listeners who are just dipping their toes into, into the entrepreneurial life um, understand that – you can love what you do and the money will follow, but you've got to be loving something that can, can bring actually, yeah. money, that can actually bring money. Yeah, it's all about getting resourceful, right? And so if you if you kind of find a niche that you just love, you know, a hobby, for example, and taking that hobby and literally saying, how can I make a living doing this hobby? Asking that question alone helps you get resourceful. It helps your brain literally try to find answers of how to make that happen. But the thing is, is our, a lot of the time we were just told that that's just a hobby and therefore we can't make money doing it. So then automatically our brain isn't going to find answers. It isn't going to be able to get resourceful to find a way to make it happen. So we like to teach people to really be aware of what is it that they're actually saying to themselves. So if someone says, you know, I love to... I don't know, do woodworking. I love to, you know, make kids toys or whatever. I don't know. Um, but I can never make a living at it. Instantly, it's shut down. But if they were to say, you know, I love to do this, how could I make a living doing this? Instantly, your brain starts searching for answers and it starts getting, you start to get resourceful. And that's all it is, right? It's really just getting resourceful and start pulling at, you know, what are the resources available to me um, to make this happen? And I give you another perfect example. Uh, a hobby of mine for years has been home theater. I mm -hmm. love sitting in front of the big screen, watching things blow up and people getting shot and all that fun stuff, explosions, space scenes. And I finally found a way to make money at that. I created yeah. a, a small home theater in a box uh, with streaming TV and movies and I make money at it. You know, exactly. it's, it's, it's you. You can do multiple things. I think that's what people don't realize. You don't have to do just one thing and the, and the money will come for, for, 
for your entire living, multiple streams of income with small amounts in each adds up to large amounts. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's one of the things people have to realize. And I'm going to go ahead and move along the interview because, you know, you guys have a podcast. We have a podcast. You know how that goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so how do you guys divide up the labor? When, how did you decide who does what? Now, obviously, we're not talking about the construction business here because – I'm going to guess, Natasha, you're not sitting there in the woodshop building cabinets and putting them up on the walls. Uh, you might, no, you most might definitely be, not. You might be telling Although there Casey. there are some females on, on, on the team, too, which sure. is quite interesting. Oh, that, that's great. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to guess you tell Casey what to do in that case, and he just does it. But in, in, what you, in, in, in let's talk about your, your podcast, because that is absolutely a business. What, who does what? How do you divide up the responsibilities there? I think it kind of just worked out perfectly for us because we we have our strengths and we know what our strengths are and we kind of just go from there. So when it comes from the podcast, I'll take care of all the back end stuff, uh, all the editing, all the setting, making sure the website set up, all that stuff. And, and Natasha's kind of the face out there reaching out to people. Uh, making connections, uh, making like doing what she does well is is connecting with people, and I don't. There was never really a, you do this and I'll do that. It's kind of like okay, I'm going to do this, and does it make sense for you to do that? And it kind of just fell into place. And and there's the only thing that really overlaps for us is kind of the social media where we try and stay on top of that, and we're trying to figure out how to use Hootsuite to the best of our ability, and another learning curve there to make sure that we're not posting things or the same things at the same time or things that contradict each other uh, kind of, you know, or timing wise. Um, so it's kind of, I do the back end stuff and she does front end stuff for the most part. And, right. it, and it evolves too, right? So as we go, it's like, oh my goodness, I, I do not like to do this. Do you like <laughs> to do this? And then delegate it, you know, if someone else likes to do it better. Cause you know, and we, and we have a, another, like we have a larger team so we can delegate to people. Sure. It, well. it sounds so familiar because it's kind of the way Catherine and I do it. Also, I take care of all the technical back end stuff, the editing, setting up the soundboard and all that fun stuff. And we're ready to do an interview. And Catherine's out there making the connections, setting up the interviews and all that. So mm -hmm. it, that's that's funny how it just it's almost exactly the same with us. Cool. So. I like the idea. I know it took me a second to get my brain working. I like the idea of having somebody to delegate to. So as soon as you can in business, if you can get some sort of assistance somewhere, I think that's a fabulous thing because there is going to be stuff that both of you don't like to do. That's a, that's mm -hmm. always, that's always agreed upon. There are things that both of you agree that you don't like to do. Bookkeeping. Bookkeeping. <laughs> On, totally. on the flip side, on the flip side, yeah, I think we're the biggest promoters of hiring a bookkeeper that there are that there is out there. <laughs> on the big side, on the big side, on the flip side, what is the biggest entrepreneurial disagreement you guys have had? How'd you work through that? How did did it carry over into your personal life? What was it about? And and tell us, you know, beginning, middle, resolution. I don't know if there has been a really big entrepreneurial moment. I can tell you when we usually argue <laughs> when it comes to our business. And it, it's usually when there's something to do with the technical side that I'm trying to teach to Natasha. And Natasha is getting frustrated because I'm not a good teacher. And I'm <laughs> getting frustrated because she's not understanding what I'm trying to teach. <laughs> but I don't think there's ever been a, a serious – because we do so many different things and we and we kind of just – ask for the input and say, and agree with what that person does in terms of, 
uh, knowing what their strengths are. There's never really been a huge argument that's really carried into the personal life. You know, you get into those arguments, social, little arguments, like I said, about social media that, you know, sometimes takes a few hours uh, or a day to get over. But it kind of you talk about it, you discuss it. If it's really bad, we never let it just go like continue to ferment. We're big advocates for making sure like discussing it. You know, if you have to take a little breather, we usually come back to it. But I think some people can sleep it off. We definitely cannot sleep it off. I don't know if Natasha wants to add anything to this. Well, it comes down to, um, again, kind of relationships and conflicts within relationships. And and Casey and I have been, you know, working on our relationship, um, whether it be, you know, with business or personally, the, the way we actually resolve a conflict is the same, right? So um, we are getting better at noticing when we start to escalate or when something, a button is being pushed, we start to, we notice that a lot sooner. So we're able to de-escalate a lot sooner as well. Um, but in terms of like a big argument that we've had in business, probably we haven't had that yet because we were starting to become aware of whenever we start to get escalate and whenever our buttons start to get pushed a little bit. So we're able to kind of just take a step back um, from what's happening and take a breather, whatever that looks like, um, and then come back to it and actually talk about it whenever we're not so um, heated. I think what helped us too is that we've been working on a relationship long before we really started working side Together. by side. Yeah. Right. So it kind of just came naturally to us. Uh, it wasn't something that we were ever worried about. And like Natasha was saying before, it's work. Every Anything worth having in life of course. is work. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody, uh, I have that back, like both my parents have been divorced and remarried a few times, a few times each. And wow. now they seem to be happy. You know, I come from, I think that's a whole other podcast episode. It's <laughs> a whole other episode. <laughs> Lots of siblings. It's fun, but everybody gets along still, you know, there's nothing, there's no bad blood there. Uh, but that was something that personally we didn't want to go through. So we knew that it was work and we were going to do whatever we need to do in order to make sure that we stick together. And yes, there's ups and downs, but that's every relationship. Such is life. And we just take them as teachable moments and, and learn from them. And it makes us stronger. And it makes mm-hmm. us stronger. So I, I, I'm going to do two follow-ups to this. Uh, and, and one is I'm going to see if this doesn't fit into your personal life. Because the first thing that you said about the argument is exactly what Barry and I argue about. Because I have no idea what the heck he says when he talks technical. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to um, take the second uh, question first. Uh, the later thing that you said, Natasha, is that you've recognized how you're escalating. And I want to ask you, um, have you written anything about how to recognize um, escalation? of an argument. Mm. Do you have anything? Do you, uh, uh, have you got anything written? No, I don't actually. And I I was just thinking today about, um, uh, some ideas for blog posts. So perhaps that could be a blog post. Cause I, yeah, cause I definitely know that I, I have a lot of experience in that with adults as well as working with children to help them recognize, you know, when they're starting to, to escalate and catch yourself before you're so emotional that you, the whole emotional brain just takes over and you can't, you know, rationalize or, or really, really make sense of anything, let alone problem solve anything. So when you do that, we want you to give that uh, link over to us. So we'll put that onto your show notes because I think that's super important. That's number one. Number two, uh, Casey, you're the technical person. Does that technical reach over into the personal life, specifically the remote control? 
maybe a little bit. However, we can't. We don't watch a lot of TV, but yeah, I'm definitely. It, yeah, I, I don't it, know. I, it, I like to drive the car. Whenever we're together, I'm driving the car. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. It's not how much TV you watch. It is if you are married to a techie, and they have taken that remote control and they have reprogrammed that remote control so that there is no way in heck that you know even the least bit how to use it. That's a little bit of a control freak, Barry, and you may have to I, I'll, I'll, schedule some sessions with Natasha. You know what? I'm going to give a plug to the marriage saver. It's called the Harmony Remote. (laughs) (laughs) It's made by Logitech, and there's button on, so you don't have 12 remotes sitting on the coffee table. You press a button, it says watch TV, and it turns on everything you need to have turn on the TV. Watch a DVD, it turns on everything you need for that. That is the marriage saver, (laughs) because (laughs) otherwise I would just be out on the street somewhere. So so let's go ahead and turn this around. We we spoke about the entrepreneurial disagreement. What are now some of the joys you've experienced of being together 24-7? Oh, my goodness. Really, there's so many. And I think for me, it would have to be in case you can, you know, add on t- or, or take out and add his own. But for myself, I think it would just be getting to work with this man every day, right? So not only have, you know, a family life with him, but actually be in business and create a life with him and not have them separate. So, I mean, we do such fun things, you know, we do, we just hosted a Deepak Chopra event last weekend uh, here in Ottawa and we're on stage with a thousand people um, looking at us and I'm doing that with my husband, you know, it's, it's just so special, you know, cause I'm, I'm not by myself. I'm, I'm with him and this is just what we do. And just experiencing special moments like that together and, and even doing, you know, interviews. So, you know, just being here with him talking with you guys, you know, it's just, it's special. Casey, you better be agreeing with her. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I definitely agree with that. Cause before, like I do work quite a bit, but it's because I really love what I do. So this allows me to continue to kind of, I like, I like to work. I like to create and build things. And this gives us the ability to create and do things together because like we were saying, like we do work on our lives. So why now it's exciting to be able to grow a business together as well, not just grow our lives, but like she said, like we're growing the business so we can really plan everything. So we can say, okay, well, we want to go to Florida. We don't, you know, we don't want to deal with the great white North winter anymore. Right. So it's like, well, what do we need to do in order to get down South for the, for three months? It's like, Again, right, so this is what we're going to do. That was a, that was a you know, quality question <laughs> that we started asking ourselves. Right. So rather than we can't afford to do this, we literally said, how can we make this happen? Because we don't want to be, in snow for the next five months, right? So we said, how can we make this happen? In what ways can we make, you know, more money come in so that we can actually do this? So then it's, again, it's just kind of that question that we ask ourselves to start getting resourceful. Because if you looked at our, you know, at our paper of the numbers, you would be like, you guys can't afford to go to Florida at, you know, the age of 30. So what are you talking about? But rather than looking at that and keeping that, uh, keeping us stuck, we decided to ask, how can we make it happen? You're creating your life. That's fantastic. Creating your life. Terrific. Now, what business books are you reading right now, if any? I, right now I'm reading Outliers. It's an older one. Is it Malcolm Gladwell? I think that wrote that. 
but the best business book that I just read recently is, if you haven't read it, it's Darren Hardy's uh, The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster. Probably one of the best business books I've read. Maybe because it was like perfect timing for me. I'm not sure. But there is invaluable information in that book that I would recommend to every entrepreneur. Yeah. Casey reads the um, business books and I read all the books that our guests for our podcasts write. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he does that side and I do um, the other side and get the content of, of our interviewees. So are you saying that we should have read Everyday Superheroes? Totally. No. <laughs> Catherine, pick up the book. Read it to me tonight. I will. Bedtime story. Bedtime story. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, now, if you can give our listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? Mm. For myself, it would have to be make sure to make money doing what you love rather than just making money to make money. Figure out what you love and then get resourceful on how to make money doing it. For myself, I think uh, Nike has the best tagline, which is just do it. And why I like it so much is because timing is never going to be perfect. So no matter what, no matter what it is that you're thinking about doing, now is the best time to do it. But don't wait. Don't wait for all of your everything to align perfectly. The kids to be a certain age and the son to be at the right orientation is just not going to happen. Whatever you want to do, the best time to act is, well, it was 20 years ago potentially, but the next best time is right now and just do it. Start moving. Just take action. Just take action. That's great. And then some of the things that you said earlier about asking that, that one perfect question and being resourceful with that. So mm -hmm. now let's step away from our businesses and get to – most people's favorite subject, dun, 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 the food round. <laughs> so, um, uh, what is your, your little guy is two years old. So he probably just kind of hangs out and watches you guys when you cook, you know, when, or whatever, but what is, I wish he would just watch us. Oh, really? <laughs> so this is going to be you good. So what is, what is your favorite meal to cook together? So what does he get involved in that? It's, you know, your favorite meal to cook together as a family. Uh, well, I would have to say juicing. We do a, a lot of juicing. We have our own juicer and um, we actually put a garden um, this summer in. And so we've been pulling our own kale and carrots and uh, beets and, and stuff. And so we are juicing it. So our little guy, we're literally having him pull the, the food out of the ground and um, put it through the juicer. And then he's actually drinking the juice that he just pulled from the food in the ground. So I, I would say that that's probably one of the, I'd say probably one of the most family-oriented type meals that we, we do together. We eat a lot of raw food, so we don't actually do a ton of cooking. And I'm lucky enough because I do zero cooking and my wife takes great care of me. So I come up from the home office and dinner is on the table. <laughs> when you do so, raw, let's face it, it's preparing, it's not cooking. Yeah, that's true. It, 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 and, and, uh, and my cousin is a raw instructor and it's, it's a lot more work than cooking. It certainly is. So, um, I don't know if this last question is going to fit. Oh, by the way, by the way, just to make you jealous up there in the great white North, we just planted our winter crop over here. So we got tomatoes oh. in 
And we got some spaghetti squash in, and we got our lettuce in, just to make you a little jealous. But you'll be able to do that in Florida now. So yeah, yeah your be winter fun. crop is probably our summer crop. It it, it is. <laughs> yeah. It is because we can't have a summer crop. So yeah. um, let's see if this last question is actually gonna is actually gonna work. I think I'm, it is. I'm a little nervous. I think it's gonna. Well, work. the Canadian. So I think I know the answer: red, white, or beer. <laughs> well, I would say about. Two years ago now, we would have said all of the above um, <laughs> with, you know, no biases. But now, um, for the past two years, we don't actually drink any of it. You were right. I was right. <laughs> I was right. And, and, and what was your favorite Canadian beer when you were indulging? Uh, Canadian beer. I was actually drinking Heineken mostly before. Before, so you know that's Cornelius, not Canadian. Cornelius, yeah, I know Cornelius <laughs> okay. is my my background's Dutch. Cornelius is actually my first name. Oh, okay. Hence Cornelius Gray Construction, but <laughs> that was I don't. And there is some local. There's a lot of local breweries around here, and I was drinking like Mill Street and Bo's breweries around here. So I was drinking. I was definitely supporting the local guys. Excellent. Excellent. And we still do like when we entertain. Like that. That's what we're putting in our in our fridge as well for the people who are coming. But usually now people don't even want to accept beer because now they feel bad because we're not Because we don't drink. They don't want to drink. <laughs> well, you know, if, if you bring guests to the house, if they bring a bottle of wine or something, it's good for them because you'll open the wine and they'll drink the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. Well, they don't that's have to exactly share. That's exactly what we home. say. I mean, we normally stock our, our fridge when we know we're having guests over with, you know, alcohol. And, and um, we literally say to people, you know, when we open the bottle, if you don't drink it all here, you're going to have to take it home with you because it's just going to go bad if it stays here and I'm some sure. people are excited about that and other people are like oh <laughs> so i wouldn't i wouldn't complain not, yeah, I wouldn't not complain. one bit I, well it's just mental note we can bring the good wine over because we know they won't just <laughs> stick right. in the wine fridge like we do <laughs> there you go. like we do okay well let's go ahead and uh take a quick break here to hear from our sponsors and then we're going to come back with our pet peeve of the day hello listeners we know that many of you are tuned into the show because you're looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper, if you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business-to-business company, well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? Don't even have the foggiest clue? Then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Well, welcome back. And today's pet peeve of the day is Casey Gray. So, Casey, why don't you tell us what you got for your pet peeve? My pet peeve is when people 
print things unnecessarily. And if I will get uh, my bookkeeper, Cindy, to listen to this, call it her out on this. Uh, she's getting a lot better, though. We're going paperless. But when people print things and then just they just get thrown out, well, that's the worst. At least if they get recycled. It's a little bit better. But unnecessary printing is my pet peeve. Okay. That's that. That's, I mean, we're kind of in this on the same page. We don't print what we don't need. If we do, we stick it back in the printer with the paper turned over. Yeah. Now Barry's got me to uh, put my stuff on the iPad, which I'm I'm not an i person. I'm not an i Mac and i phone and i and I do have an iPad. And when I have meetings uh, for some of the things I volunteer for, he's he's switching me over into just put it on the iPad and leave it there because we, the, we can put Office on there. We so could, yeah. So stick with a Microsoft so, product. Totally, totally, totally agree with you. So great, guys. Um, thank you so much. Let me just interrupt here one sec for our listeners. If you have a pet peeve that you'd like us to talk about, go ahead and send us an email. Send it to pp at together247.net. Uh, if we like the pet peeve and it hasn't been used before, we'll definitely use it on the show and give you credit for Yes. That's I, all I, I have forget, to say. I always forget about that part. Okay, so how to get in touch with our guests, Natasha and Casey, or Casey and Natasha. It is actually CaseyPlusNatasha.com. So www.Casey, that's C-A-S-E-Y, plus Natasha.com. Plus, plus is spelled out. Plus is spelled out. So, yeah, you have to spell that out in the www thing. Uh, dot com. Their Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Casey plus spelled out Natasha. And their Twitter is at Casey Natasha G. So that is their Twitter account. And, Casey and go ahead and Natasha D G. Uh, if you guys also can plug your podcast, how can people find it? Uh, just Casey plus Natasha.com. Everything's right there. If you search, if you're on iTunes or Stitcher, you can go to the Conscious Living Podcast, search that, and it should pop right up. Awesome. Wonderful. And of course, you can find us at www.together247.net. I was going to say .com. 247.net. And you can find everything about us over there, including that lovely picture of the two of us uh, with our fingers up a lion's nose. Not a real lion. Not a real lion. (laughs) That would be scary. That would be very scary. So, guys, thank you so much uh, for being our guests today. Uh, This is is fabulous. You had so much wonderful information. And it's great that you guys are working together and you're you're teaching about conscious living. Thanks again for being our guests. Thanks so much for having us. Bye. 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 We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.